Welcome to Bible Mysteries. What if there are secrets in the Bible the world doesn't want you to know? You're listening to episode 143, AI and Genetic Manipulation. Now here are your hosts, Scott and John. Welcome once again to Bible Mysteries Podcast. I'm Scott Mitchell. I'm John Potts, and this is the show that talks about things in the Bible the world doesn't want you to know. You bet. This is the show we've been talking about, John, AI. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. I think there's something sinister going oh, on. Oh, there absolutely is. Yeah, we got some folks that, you know, are out there, even people that have written me, uh, saying, ah, it's just programming. It's just code. There's nothing to it yeah. to be alarmed about. But uh, I think if, if we dig into this a little bit, we might find at least another perspective. Okay. Yeah. So we'll dig into that best we can. Uh, our topic today is AI and genetic manipulation. Okay. I think they tie in. But this episode is brought to you by our premium podcast subscribers. We call them our seekers. Uh, John O., Nancy C., Marty R., Bridget L. and Gretchen K. All became subscribers this year in January. Awesome. Thank you for subscribing to all of you that do so. Yeah. Uh, But they are are sponsoring this episode today. And just don't forget, you can, um, if you want to support this, you can can subscribe to get access to the bonus content. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I need to remind our subscribers that do uh, sign up that make sure you're accessing the bonus content. You know, to yeah. get access to the newsletter, to the a members area of our website, BibleMysteriesPodcast.com, you go create an account. Uh, I recommend use the same one you used to sign up for the premium subscription at okay. Supercast. Yeah. That way you'll know, you know, it's you and then you, you'll see the full. We just had our interview with Vicki Joy mm-hmm. Anderson. So uh, if you haven't already subscribed <laughs> in order to see all that and you're going to want to, uh, you'll need to become a premium podcast member. But just remember, there's other bonus content benefits as well, which includes uh, ad-free content, the newsletter, mm-hmm. the articles that I do, um, and the, the members area. And also, um, some of our listeners don't necessarily know the difference between our podcast and our YouTube channel videos. Okay. The video is not the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a little extra something that we do for our, uh, you know to promote it. And Google runs ads. We can't block those. Well, I mean, we could, but we want to help that fund. It's not a yeah. lot of money, but it does help fund. Yeah, a little bit of revenue. There, yeah, it's a little bit of revenue to help pay for some of the expenses. So uh, if you're just watching the uh, YouTube videos and you're saying, well, I'm paying for premium and I'm still getting ads, that's not premium content from us. That's mm-hmm. just normal content. Okay. The podcast is a podcast, and that's different. It's not video. It's audio only. But we do make video available, and even even our guests' interviews, we make videos of. Yeah. But to see the whole thing, you do need to be a premium subscriber. So enough about that, John. No, let's talking about. Oh, (laughs) hey, you know what? It's a ministry, and you're supporting a ministry, Mm. and you're helping the word get out to other people. And I can tell you right now, I'm the guy that just talks on the side. Scott is doing a tremendous amount of research, 
and putting all this stuff together, and we need to support the ministry. Well, we appreciate those of you that do, and thank you, John, for yeah. bringing that up. Yep, yeah, there's a lot that goes into this, and I did quite a bit of research on AI and genetic manipulation. You know, okay. I'm not a computer guy. Okay. Even though I work in technology in my normal job. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting, uh, I should say, that in this in this job, in this company I work for, my role lately has included helping artificial intelligence get smarter to replace us. Yeah. Okay. So it's a weird thing. That, that, you got a dilemma with that internally? Well, yeah, <laughs> I do. I, actually, I have an ethical dilemma about yeah. many things that corporations like this are doing. Yeah, uh, We could get into the whole thing about stakeholder capitalism versus mm-hmm. consumer-driven economy. And um, the reason why you see companies like Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, mm-hmm. and Target, Target make yeah. such idiotic choices to destroy their own um, co- corporations through these uh, woke programs yeah. is because they don't care about the money. The stakeholders no. don't care. That they, They're all owned by BlackRock. Yeah, They've got all the money in the world. So it doesn't matter if one corporation or one brand goes down. The agenda is what matters to them. The stakeholders are pulling the shots, not the consumers. Yeah. So that's happening everywhere. And to me, what we're going to talk about today is just going to add fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. It's helping to speed things along. So, John, we know that the capabilities of AI, artificial intelligence, are increasing today. Yeah, exponentially. Exponential, yeah. yeah. And um, there have been many outspoken voices sounding the warning about AI. It's on a, a on track to grow out of control and cause, and, and here are the words they use, an extinction event of humanity. Okay. An existential threat. Yeah. Um, and there are others like our friend Timothy Alberino. Okay. Okay. And many, many of our brothers in, in Christ that have written books are authors, lecturers, travel, uh, you know, um, uh, travel to archaeological sites and things like that. They all have some opinions about this. But I heard Tim recently predict that AI is going to cause Homo sapiens, human beings, mm-hmm. to become obsolete. Okay. Making yeah, yeah. it necessary for humans to alter their DNA to become human 2.0 in order to stay competitive in society. Yeah, yeah. And Makes then sense. you were seeing this Yuval Noah Harari guy. Yeah, he's who, uh, who he's pro, pro, uh, <laughs> yeah. pro all this stuff. I, and that uh, guy. You talk about a wolf in sheep's clothing, man. I mean, yeah. that guy is dangerous. Yeah. Uh, he's all for human 2.0. And yeah. he actually wrote a book called uh, Homo Deus. Man God. Yeah. You know, he, he thinks, and he's, and we're going to mention some others, that they are all in favor of man evolving to the next phase and becoming gods. The very thing. Well, that, he wants to be a god. Yeah. He and his buddies, and they want to get rid of the rest of us because we're yeah. just useless. I mean, he literally That's says the term. useless. We're useless U- eaters. Useless, useless eaters, yeah. yeah. Let's get rid of all these people so that us, the enlightened ones, can live our life without these people walking around in a way all the time. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy it is philosophy. Crazy. And so if things are already kind of insane right now and the world leadership decisions yeah. and the chaos, this is going to make it exponentially worse, I think. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're sounding the warning bells. Is it possible that by combining AI with genetics or biometrics, if they're called, okay. we're setting the stage for what Paul calls the strong delusion that God's going to send on the Christ-rejecting world? Okay. We're going to look in the scriptures and see if maybe there could be something to that. Okay. Awesome. We'll start in Daniel 12 because this is that passage we read not too long ago about the time of the end, knowledge increasing. Verse 1, 
And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time thy people, which is Israel, shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. Now, that's to set the context of the timing of things. Um, it's verse 4 that I'm really after. So we know this is about the tribulation. Yeah. The great tribulation, the time of Jacob's trouble. Okay. Um, but verse 4 says, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, what he's giving him in this prophecy, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. That that phrase is separated by the colon of the time of the end, meaning it seems like in the time of the end, this is going to be fulfilled. And in the time of the end, things will begin to be uh, unleashed or manifested. Um, mm -hmm. The time of the end I've come to believe through, uh, and we mentioned this before, our brother Ryan Peterson in our summit, Debriefing 2023, yeah. talked about the seals being broken the moment Christ ascended up. Mm -hmm. And five of the seals, five of the seven, have already been opened. Okay, yeah. We're currently in the fifth seal now. And I am come to the point where I do agree with Ryan about that. Um, and by the way, Ryan, thank you <laughs> for that wisdom uh, you've given us. Um, he, um, he does listen to the show and um, appreciates the shout out whenever I say something like that. Yeah. And, uh, I think he's got, a, the Lord's given him a lot of wisdom. And so from that, I gleaned that uh, when Christ talked about, you know, the beginnings of sorrows in Matthew 24, it started the moment Israel was blinded. Okay. I, I'm written an article in June about it started probably with the destruction of the temple, 70 mm -hmm. AD. And I could be wrong on the date on that, but in the context of the last days and end times, it says knowledge shall be increased. So what is this knowledge? You know, we've discussed a little bit about could it run both ways. Yeah. Evil knowledge of men and the knowledge of saints coming to understand the Word of God better. Yeah, yeah. That and so sense. the Hebrew word for knowledge in, in this chapter 12, verse 4, is da'ath. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. But it's first used in Genesis 2, verse 9, regarding the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Hmm, okay. And the interesting... So um, we're going to dive into that in just a moment. Before we get into all that, um, there's just a lot of people warning about AI. Uh, I'm going to give some links in our show notes so that you can go check out either videos or discussions or mm -hmm. whatever concerning this. Um, Jeffrey Hinton was okay. a former engineering fellow at Google, and he retired recently um, and now he's free to speak openly about AI. Okay. Uh, you know, he probably had to be careful what he said, you know, while when he was, he was employed, employed by them. Yeah. But now he's free to say what he wants. And he sees a possible end to humanity by wow. AI. Yeah, and he goes into details in this discussion that I'll link here. Uh, another couple of men, Tristan Harris and okay. Aza Raskin. And they are the authors of the documentary Social Dilemma. Which I recommend everybody watch. I'm Look watch it up. That. The social I'm watch it. Yeah. yeah. That's talking about, you know, Facebook, Instagram, mm -hmm. whatever, YouTube, Reddit, Pinterest, all those things that have had a profoundly negative impact. There's some bits of positives. Yeah. But there's been a negative impact on the behavioral and med mental health of young people, especially. Absolutely. And uh, even we are seeing that in our own lives. People uh, that are growing up with those iPhones, or not, I should just blame iPhones. People are growing up with those phones in their hands. Yeah. 
exactly. Yeah, constantly connected to the internet. And, and you can see in that documentary the exponential rise of, of suicide rates, mental health yeah. problems, whatever. It culminating in what we're seeing today with this transgender dysphoria. <sighs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So uh, Elon Musk, who is invested in AI, he's sounding warning signs of slowing down. Yeah. He was very close friends with Larry Page, who's the co-founder of Google. And Larry invested in Tesla and other things that he was doing, you know, Neuralink. Mm-hmm. But now he don't even talk to each other because he wants to charge full speed ahead on AI. And, and Elon Musk and many of these others are saying, let's it's put the brakes dangerous. on. Yeah, yeah, it's too dangerous. There's something dangerous happening. Larry Page, basically, he, he wants a digital god. And I've got links to articles yeah. where they interview him and he's essentially seeing... Uh, you know, di- digital world is going to allow us to live forever. In fact, Ray Kurzweil, uh, he is the he's a, an inventor and he created this amazing synthesizer back in the day that's gone on to be a huge hmm. change in, in the music world. But he does other things too, other things too. And he believes immortality will be available within the next ten years due to AI and technology. Or are you just going to become a computer? Everybody's just going like to get hooked up to the same consciousness. the network. It, yeah, like well, I said, like the Matrix. We're all going to be part of the same consciousness. I mean, I don't know. Why is that so appealing to these people? Yeah. And, and of course, AI is making a lot of good things happen. You know, advances in medicine, you know, sure. whatever. Yeah. Um, there's pluses, but we're going to discuss, is there a satanic element to it? Yeah. And unknowingly, people that are innocently working on these programs as engineers and programmers and developers... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm are actually contributing to the demise or or the coming strong delusion. Yeah. You know, uh, hmm. AI technologies companies are popping up all over. Yeah. Um, one called Cogito. Okay. And it's probably pronounced Cogito. Okay. Uh, is being funded by DARPA. Are you familiar with DARPA? No, it doesn't sound like a good term, though. For some reason, that just it, sounds bad to be DARPA. It? That's funny. <laughs> uh, it's been around a long time. It's okay. an acronym for the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Oh, yeah. It's, it's that, Pentagon funded. It sounds like CIA or yeah. something. I mean, there's nothing good about with that. It's military. And they're a big contractor of Cogito. Uh, okay. Uh, they, um, they are, they've hired them to interpret human communication and detect psychological states automatically. Now, DARPA basically develops weapons. Yeah. I mean, obviously, from military usage, there's other applications that are beneficial to man, but they're looking for ways to create weapons. Sounds like mind control to me. Yeah. So why does a defense agency need this information? And how are they going to use it against their own people? See, that's my red flags. Yeah. Incidentally, Cogito, which is a corporation heavily invested in AI technology, that comes from the Latin which is, uh, if I say it correctly, cogito ergo sum. Okay. Which is Latin for I think, therefore I am. Okay, yeah. So people say AI is not sentient. Well, somebody begs to differ. I think. Yeah. You know, well, you can't think unless you're sentient. Yeah. So it's thinking in a very real sense, you know. Uh, and, and all of these links I'm sharing are people that have more knowledge about this, that can speak uh, from a expertise perspective mm-hmm. about it. And they're saying, this is getting too smart. It's getting out of control. Yeah, It's not just ignorant people that are... yeah. So when we say, well, it's just coding, it's not sentient. 
Well, Jesus cast some demons out of a man and put them in pigs. Yeah. A, a, a herd of swine. swine. Yep. Okay. They're not sentient. If that means self-aware, they're just pigs working on instinct. I mean, they're smart animals. Yeah. I'm told pigs are smarter than dogs. You know, they might be. I know they're smarter than politicians. <laughs> <laughs> smart enough to not do the things they do. Well, those are just robots, right? <laughs> well, politicians are certainly, certainly demon control. So if we're defining sentience as being self-aware. Okay. Okay. Pigs aren't self-aware, but demons could inhabit their bodies and control them. Yeah. Wouldn't we say relics can be demon-possessed? An image? Uh, I mean, I would say so, yeah. A Ouija uh, an, board. An idol or... Yeah. yeah. I use a Ouija board as an example. It's, it's, it's cardboard and plastic and maybe glass. It's a game. Mm-hmm. Marketed as a kid's game. But it's very much a cult portal yeah. that you can open. And when you do, what do you introduce into your realm? Mm-hmm. A demon. Yeah. A, an unclean spirit. So why couldn't they inhabit a computer program. Sure. What's to say they could not? Yeah. And therefore it is sentient if they're guiding and controlling men to program and code certain things so that it enables them to operate through it. And rather than create a good, create the psychological problems that we're having today with social media mm-hmm. and, and make it worse with AI. And how, how many people can you affect at the same time yeah. with a computer program? Millions, right? As opposed to a one Ouija board. I yes. mean, that's five people in a room or something like that. Right. But a computer program is going out to millions of people. And if there's no real threat, then why are Elon Musk and many others warning we should pause all major AI yeah. development? What do they see or think or know that we don't know? Uh, they're foreshadowing something. Yeah. It's like Hollywood when they make their movies. They're telling you something. Yeah. So, anyways. So, we mentioned a name a minute ago that Yuval, if I'm saying it right, Noah Harari. Our listeners um, um, may want to become familiar with him. Yeah. And I'm going to put a link to something he's saying. Now, he's one of the advocates of this stuff. Uh, He's saying, essentially, um, that uh, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with AI. Um, but I'll yeah, tell from his you, perspective, yeah, <laughs> sure, because he's like, hey, we need to get rid of all these people. You know, it's so funny as we're speaking. We're I'm going to I'm going to keep this recorded. Right? Go ahead. As we're speaking, it's like something has taken control of my yeah. computer. That picture was just added. <laughs> this is wild. I don't know what that picture so is. AI of. is taking over the computer yeah. while we're it's doing as we're while we're doing the podcast because they're trying to stop us from talking it, about AI, Scott. At first, I thought, oh, the program <laughs> just crashed, no. and, and it showed me it didn't. You know, it didn't. Something very weird. Well, is it going doesn't on want here. us talking about it. Yeah, that is kind of. It's crazy. like somebody is editing this program here. I just saw. I just saw things flashing on. I mean, the only person I've shared this um, uh, thing with is you. Uh huh. And you're right here. You're, you're saying not... I'm. You're saying I'm AI. <laughs> Man, he doesn't trust anybody. <laughs> I'm telling. That you. is kind of crazy because we're sitting here just talking about it, and all of a sudden it takes over the computer yeah. and starts changing stuff. Hey, man. That's just weird. No, nobody else can, has access to this. So if, if that that's an anecdotal bit of evidence <laughs> that some that something is taking control. I'm you, and you know, it's it's like your phones, right? When you yeah. you couldn't if you ever tested your phone out and said something like random, you would never talk about, right? Like let's say uh, I don't know, just pick some random topic. You talk about it, and 20 minutes later, you get ads 
about that yeah. crazy topic. It's the same thing with these well, computers, I, I kid you not. I, I follow an outline that I make in a program called Keynote, and I have a title page. And the title uh-huh. page is the name of the episode mm-hmm. and the date. And just now, as we were speaking, a photograph appeared in the place of the name title on mm-hmm. my on my this right here. I did not put that in my. That's pretty crazy. And I don't even know what that picture is. Some building with a car parked in front of it that just showed up here instead of the the um, it was just a gray background. So that is just truly bizarre, huh. you know. Anyway. Uh, and I was just about to mention this name, and maybe he's got some satanic yeah, powers, yeah. right? Yuval Noah Harari. It is my opinion he is part of the satanic global yeah. elite. Uh, he's spoken at Davos uh, to the World Economic Forum. No, he's Klaus Schwab's right-hand man. Absolutely. He stands in defiance against the laws of God. Mm-hmm. As a secular Jew, he's mm-hmm. from Israel, but he's a secular Jew. He's a homosexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an advocate of transhumanism. Mm-hmm. So you can see every every position he's taken is anti-God, mm-hmm. certainly anti-Christ. He's got a book called Homo Deus, A Brief History of Tomorrow. The very title is Latin for man-God. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting how much the occult utilizes. It's, it's, all about, it's all about ascension, right? Mm-hmm. Human beings ascending to be as gods. Well, within the very title of his book is this philosophical and political belief. Uh, they believe that... Man is going to evolve to become a god, yeah. and live forever. These these names I've mentioned already, and so at, well, at the, the cult certain, loves to reveal their agenda. Certain human beings, right? Not all, because they do have the belief that there are too many humans on the earth. It's like the oh, Georgia yeah. Guidestones, yeah. right? You got to keep the population below five hundred thousand or whatever it was. Five hundred million. Five hundred million. Okay, yeah. which still means yeah, yeah, five, a ninety percent or better absolutely. reduction. Absolutely, but that that philosophy is. Uh, so who are the 500 million? Well, we are. The rest of you useless eaters are going to be eliminated by this superior technology that we have. We're going to get rid of you, or you're, maybe you're just going to be a, a worker bee or something. I don't know. But yeah. as we ascend to be gods, then, you know, we'll get rid And it's just isn't, a nuts philosophy, man. Isn't it's, it interesting that recently the Georgia Guidestones were destroyed? Yeah. And and we want to think, well, good, somebody took that thing down. Well, man, how do you know they didn't do it? Because they're ready. They're, it's past that. Well, think about this. They're so. ready to do the next step of reducing the population. Yeah. Or think about this. Who even knew what the Georgia Guidestones were before that happened? Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, it's like no, what's the old Some marketing do. term? No, uh, even bad press is good, yeah. whatever, you know, because nobody knew what was on those Georgia Guidestones until somebody blew them up. And then it's like everybody's on their phones researching, what's George Guides doing? And exactly. the message is right there in front of you then. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, that's my soapbox for the day. No, I'm that's done. all right. <laughs> I, I agree with you. So my wife Sandy and I were having a conversation about AI, and she kind of threw out this idea that she thought it might be part of the strong delusion mm-hmm. that God is going to send on the world in order that they will believe a lie. Okay. All right. Uh, we're not saying or suggesting that the mark of the beast is AI or anything okay. like that. But could it be part, could it be used to create the strong delusion? And what is the lie that causes all to be damned? So let's go see where that phrase appears, strong delusion, okay. in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. And the Apostle Paul is writing about this when he says in chapter 2, verse 7, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. So everything that's happening right now, I think this is more to buttress Ryan Peterson's argument about the beginning of sorrows and uh-huh. the seals being open. The mystery of iniquity doth already work. 
only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. I believe that has to do with the body of Christ, the church in the world. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. That wicked is the man of sin, the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. He's going to be revealed in his time. Verse 9, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. So the lying wonders and the signs being worked through Satan, by Satan through this man, yeah. uh, is going to be for those that receive not the love of the truth, uh, that they might be saved. They're rejecting God's offer of salvation here. But look in verse 11, and for this cause, because of this, because they won't accept it, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So what is the strong delusion that God is going to send? Mm -hmm. In other words, because they rejected Christ and they would not accept him, he's going to send a strong delusion so that they would all be damned. And how would what would damn them to become non-human? Yeah. It's taking the mark of the beast. So what's going to delude people in taking the mark of the beast? And as Ryan pointed out, men are going to take it willingly. So the delusion is you want this, you need this, you're going to you're going to desire to have this. Well, what would Satan offer mankind to to damn them? You shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So there's no eternal life. You all Harari's, you all Harari's uh, whole premise. I want to be a god. Mm-hmm. You know, men should be God. Of course, like you said, not everybody, just the elites. Oh yeah, just them. And so, could AI be the strong delusion? Is that what's going to be participating in making people want to take the mark? Okay. To deceive them to take the mark. We're already seeing that they can create images that look like real people, but they're not. Yeah. I've seen photographs where they they post it. This is not a real person. It was generated by AI. Yeah. And I couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. You know. Um, and it's look, only getting better. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting more advanced. But yeah. with more data it collects, the more it's able to produce whatever effect mm-hmm. it's being programmed to do. And so we see something interesting in Revelation 14. Notice verse 9. Sorry, I was in the wrong chapter. There we no go. No worries. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast... And his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand. The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment, those who take the mark, ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast and his image and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. So this is the damnation. To me, the strong delusion, in order to fulfill the prophecy that they all might be damned, it appears the damnation is the result of taking the mark of the beast. Yeah. So how could AI be used to foment this delusion? And that's the question. We don't know. Yeah. But we're going to look at perhaps a way that the scripture could be talking about that. Okay. All right. Let's go all the way back to Genesis 3. Genesis chapter 3. That's the great chapter that talks about the seed prophecy in verse 15. But we're going to read in verse 1 what led up to this sin coming in. Now, the serpent was more subtle, and that's literally how it's pronounced. Okay. Underhand, subtle, underhanded. 
sneaky, crafty. Okay. The serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? So that's a lie of omission. Yeah. He didn't say that. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not touch of it, uh, shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest you die. And she's referring to the tree of the knowledge of yeah. good and evil. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. So now he's just changing God's word. Yeah. He's lying. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. God's little g. Yeah. Like him and the other fallen angels. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we know the serpent tempted humanity by saying they could be as gods. Yeah. That's his M.O., right? So in my opinion, this offer's never changed. Yeah. So even this guy we're talking about, Harari, is saying we're going to be gods. We're going to be gods. Mm-hmm. We finally found it. And, and it seems to be it's through knowledge. Yeah. Through technology, we're going to have the knowledge to incorporate, uh, to upload a person's consciousness into a the computer. Cloud or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, biometrics we're talking about, genetic changes so that we can incorporate physical like Borg implants, yeah. if you will. So if your body dies, they've already uploaded your consciousness yeah. and then you stick you back in a new body. You know, and, and even... It's it, kind of scary, though, man. It sounds like you, if your consciousness gets uploaded somewhere and your body dies, what's to say they don't put you in a new body? You're just trapped forever. Yeah. And that would be sentience in a, in, yeah. a, in a device. You know, and it's funny. There's so much... Uh, um, science fiction that talks about things like this even you know i just made an allusion to star trek when i said the borg yeah but in the latest iteration of star trek with picard as the series he gets mortally wounded and they upload all his consciousness into a i didn't know that android body. i haven't even seen that yeah that new star trek yet yeah i think it's Is like it? this first or second uh, series, season <laughs> yeah so he's literally the embodiment of a person who's now uh, you know, of course, they designed his body to die like through natural causes because uh-huh. the man is going to die. The actor, Patrick Stewart, yeah, yeah. is going to die. He's, he's getting older, too. But, um, you know, in theory, they could have given him a body like Data, yeah, the android, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, I'm just saying that science fiction is sometimes giving us a picture of what the elites want mm-hmm. to really achieve. So the satanic global elites truly believe they can achieve immortality through technology and genetic manipulation. They write about it, and thus it, it eliminates their need for a savior, a redeemer. Yeah. They don't want to acknowledge him anyway. They want to do this without God. Mm-hmm. So that's that's their whole agenda. They're anti-God. They're secular people. Okay? Go to First John 5. In fact, the Satanists preach there's no God, there's no Satan. Yeah. Right? I mean, they by saying, hey, there's no Satan, it's like, we, we can all be gods, right? Mm. It's probably what you're getting to. That, that's kind of one of the things they say, but what's interesting is they're, um, they're about to change their tune because they're going to acknowledge there's a God. They, uh-huh. There's going to coming a point where some signs are going to happen that they're no longer going to be able to deny there's a God. Yeah, yeah. And the entire uh, scientific paradigm is going to change from evolution to believing you know, aliens seeded us and yeah. stuff. And yeah. that God himself, the creator, is the enemy, and Lucifer is the real Messiah, the mm-hmm. real bringer of light. Mm-hmm. That's what's about to flip. Hmm. So there are the elites that actually worship Satan and know this. 
And then there are all the rank and file minions like the media and the stupid politicians yeah. that follow a lockstep because they're compromised. Wow. They're controlled by money. First John chapter five, verse nine. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Hmm. The only way to have eternal life, which God promises through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So the men that reject him and don't want to believe in him are trying to find a way around it Yeah. through technology. Only through Christ's shed blood do we have salvation. Yeah. However, men have always refused the gift of eternal life because they refuse to accept their need for a Savior. That requires that they acknowledge their sin. Yeah. And men don't want to acknowledge their sin. Yeah. That, re that requires that they give accountability of themselves to a judge, mm -hmm. the creator. And they don't want to be judged. They want to do wicked things, and they do wicked things. Yeah. So they're hoping to avoid that judgment. Go with me to Acts chapter 4. We're looking at the mentality behind why would AI be this part of the strong delusion and to help bring about the offer of you shall be as gods. Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That name is Jesus Christ. He's the only name under heaven by which men may yeah. be saved. Satan has long promised the lie of eternal life without Christ or God. Mm -hmm. And it's been a lie ever since. AI, I believe, could be the thing that will cause men to think that they can achieve immortality without the Creator or His Son. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to explore a little bit more. Okay. Back to Genesis 3 again. Now here's something interesting. We read about when the serpent beguiled Eve, and he changed the Word of God and said, You shall be as gods. So they sinned, and now they're in bodies of sin, bodies that are going to decay. Hi, if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider being a full-time subscriber. We are going to use these funds to expand the message and get the word out about what's in the Bible that the world doesn't want you to know about. That's right, John. We appreciate you listening, but we'd love it if you'd subscribe. That way we can reach more people with the time we have left. So enjoy the rest of the podcast, but think about subscribing if the Lord puts it on your heart. To subscribe, just go to BibleMysteries.Supercast.com. Thanks. Yeah. And even though back then they were designed to live forever, so they lived, Adam lived 930 years. Yeah. There was a man named Methuselah that lived 969 years. Yeah. Um, but they all died. And now we die in 80 if we're lucky, you know, um, yeah. or sooner. And I think our human bodies are getting worse. You know, with all advances in technology. We still only make it like 75, 80 yeah. years. Which is exactly what the Bible said would be. Yeah. You know, the, so man's still trying to cheat God. Yeah. Thinks he can get around him, you know. And I realize there's some people that live to 100 and, you know, there's... But yeah, the but the average is like 70 they're, years. They're the exception, yeah. yeah. So look in verse 22 of chapter 3. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us to know good and evil. And that's something. How is he like us, one of us, to know as one of us? He knows good and evil. Hmm. And man can't be trusted to know good and evil. Mm -hmm. 
And now lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. So in a sinful condition, it looks like man could have taken of the tree of life and eaten and lived forever. Yeah. In a sinful condition. Well, think of it. In a sense, to mankind, in his sinful nature, AI is their tree of life. Yeah. They're trying to find a way to live forever without God. And, and you know, if they do, they're going to be living forever in a sinful condition. You know, the reason God did it for his benefit that he drove Adam away from the tree of life, because had he eaten of the tree of life to live forever in sin, it would be like a zombie. Yeah. At some point, the decay of sin, the destruction of sin would continue to deteriorate. And, well, you would just, we would just get worse and yeah. worse and worse. And then and God knew, okay, now they know the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. So they can make bad decisions now, right? Yeah. Imagine if they lived forever yeah. with that evil nature. Yeah. I mean, Which just, tells me there's a genetic component to eternal life. Hmm. God's going to provide it. It's through his son. He's the light. He's the way. He's yeah. the truth. He's the bread of life. And once we become saved, at some point we're going to receive a glorified body. we got to change this corruption and put on incorruption, Paul said. Yeah. And then the tree of life. Then we'll eat of it. And there's going to be some genetic thing that allows us to live forever. Hmm. So imagine if man is trying to eat of the tree of life without Christ, without incorruption, without the, the life that is in him, eternal life. Yeah. The quality of eternal life is everlasting life. You know, so that brings us back to where we're going to read in Revelation that the ones that take the mark uh, are going to be tormented by these scorpion things. Yeah. And they're going to wish they could die. But they can't. But they yeah. can't. Yeah. So that's like a picture of... Adam eating from the tree of life in a sinful condition. Yeah. You know, the, he won't be able to die even though he would wish he could die because mm -hmm. there will be no healing for damage, you know. Mm -hmm. So then I picture like zombies. You know, that sounds decaying pretty horrible. Variety. I know. <laughs> that sounds horrible. That's, that's what comes to my mind. Uh, go to 1 Timothy 4. Scott, you're like going to the back of the Bible or you're going to the front of the Bible? I'm There's giving you a real sword drill. <laughs> Make, making making John get do a sword flip drill. back and forth. <laughs> so, if unclean spirits and demons can possess people, animals, and relics, like we talked about, yeah, then why could they not possess or control a computer program? Yeah, just seduce. So, look at me in First Timothy four, verse one. Now, the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. And while I absolutely believe this is going on right now, if the men who create AI are controlled by devils, mm -hmm. whether they know it or not, they're financed by the elites who mm -hmm. are possessed by devils, yep. then why would devils not be active in the coding itself or in the application of it? So you can argue and say it's just a computer code. It's not sentient. And that's true. But the men behind it are sentient. Yeah. The financiers are, are sentient. And they have agendas. And, and the love of money is the root of all evil. These globalist cabals are billionaires. Yeah. And they're behind the scenes manipulating. They say, why would they not use AI to bring about a strong delusion? Mm -hmm. God's going to send it. But how do you know he's not going to send it through these men? No, he's allowing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Through this programming. Look in Revelation 13. Now, this is where we get into a real 
consideration of the personification of AI. If we're going to call it sentient, self-aware, mm -hmm. and I know code itself is not, but this is going to be pure speculation on my part. Okay. But we're going to look at it in chapter 13, verse 11. The first, first part of the chapter, the beast and the Antichrist rises up out of the sea. And then in verse 11, we see, I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. Now that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Out of the earth. Men occupy the earth. Yeah. And he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. So he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him. Power, signs, lying wonders. But he's not the beast. He's the false prophet. And causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed, which is the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Is that control of the weather? Yeah. DARPA? Sounds like something. Back to DARPA. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. He can do miracles. And if you think about it, somebody said this, somebody famous, and I can't think of who their name is. Any sufficiently advanced technology, it will appear as magic to those that are less evolved mm -hmm. or, or less understanding. You know? So could these miracles be powered by computer yeah. deceptions. Very real. And he uh, had power to do in the sight of uh, the miracles he had power to do in the sight of the beast, verse 14, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image of the beast. It's not the beast himself. It's, a, it's an image. Mm -hmm. Which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast. What kind of a life is it? Yeah. You can't make something alive. He's not a creator that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And that's economic control. Yeah. <laughs> Here is wisdom, yeah. Let him that hath understanding, and it goes on and gives the number 666. So here's the possibility we can speculate. What if AI is the false prophet? Okay. Now, I'm aware of the fact that in Revelation 19, when Christ returns, the beast and the false prophet are thrown alive into the lake of fire. Yeah. So you would say, well, he's a person because he was thrown alive. Mm -hmm. But maybe there's life defined the same as he gives life unto the image. If life can be given to an image and it's not real, it's not a mm -hmm. human being, this false prophet could be a Nephilim hybrid. Yeah. It could just be a demon-possessed person, which in a sense is the same. Yeah. Because if the Nephilim uh, spirits are the devils, mm -hmm. you know, the disembodied yeah. spirits of the Nephilim are demons, then a demon possessing a person, in a sense, is a Nephilim hybrid. Yeah, yeah. And if they can possess a relic or an image or a computer code... Maybe it's the demonic entity in the AI that's cast into the lake of fire. Yeah. yeah we sense. know they're going to be tormented, you know, in the judgment. So if we break down the description of the false prophet and just apply it to AI, and I may be way off. Okay. Two horns he has. Yeah. All right. What is computer code? It's all based on binary code. Yeah. One's One and zero. And zero. Yeah. Two horns. I don't know if that's what he's talking about, but the Bible is intentionally written esoterically, 
you know, to, mm-hmm. to hide the truth yeah. from Satan and his angels, you know. He says he appears like a lamb. He imitates Christ, the Lamb of God, by offering eternal life, which Ray Kurzweil believes technology will do. Yeah. You know, and AI will foment that or, or pr- provide it. He spake as a dragon. He's powered by Satan. Yeah. So that could be the demonic power behind it. He exercises all the power of the first beast. Well, the first beast is sentient, the Antichrist. Yeah. He's evil. He stands in defiance of God. So could AI, mm-hmm. if it devo- if it gets developed. Yeah, you know, he causes the earth to worship the beast. That's establishing a global religion. The algorithm is able to write the perfect Bible to de- receive all religions. AI. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they're already replacing human writing. Well, they came out with the new Ten Commandments, didn't they? Oh yeah. You heard about that? No, I haven't. Yeah, like all these um, quote-unquote world uh, religious leaders, including the Pope, got together and they did a, a conference and they rewrote the Ten Commandments in the in the spirit of uh, global climate change and all you, that. You know how long ago that was? Uh, I think it was about a year ago. So the current AI technology could have assisted them mm-hmm. or maybe... That was the precursor to get AI to perfect it so that everybody will accept it. Hmm. That could be the strong delusion. Yeah. You know, in other words, this new Bible will present a new religion that everybody's going to say, oh, man, if you're not, if you're still worshiping Jesus, man, you're way behind. (laughs) You're one of those useless eaters. Yep. And then the false prophet does great wonders, fire from heaven. You know, like I said, maybe figuring out how to control the weather. Which there are many that, that think that AI is going to be able to do that if it's not doing it already. Yeah. You know, chemtrails and maybe they can create storms and earthquakes. Who knows? Mm. Interesting. Um, he makes an image of the beast that talks. AI, could it be used to make the image look alive and speak? I think so. I mean, yeah. We're already seeing, you know, films and stuff of AI that have been generated that look like real. Yeah. They, the people that worship him can't buy or sell without the mark. Well, Certainly, artificial intelligence would be capable of bringing uh, digital control of all financial transactions. Yeah. I mean, digital currency is where we're headed. That, oh, that's coming, yeah. Yeah. And so in order to live in society, you'd have to opt out, or excuse me, opt into the system. Mm-hmm. And if you don't... Because you wouldn't be able to... I mean, you'd basically have to go live in the woods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, Which I think people will. Yeah. But uh, because not all will take the mark, but they're going to be persecuted for Yeah. It. So men will be offered immortality by becoming transhuman, human mm-hmm. 2.0, homo deus, Yeah. right? Uh, the mark of the beast will genetically change them, and they'll be, they will willingly desire to be part of this AI evolution. So AI is going to become make, make it so attractive, people will say, oh, I want that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think Ryan was right about that, that they'll willingly take the mark of the beast. Look at chapter 9, and we're going to go long on this one. And chapter 9, verse 1, And the fifth angel sounded, I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. There came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. These are demonic entities. Mm -hmm. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, you know, because climate change, right? <laughs> but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads, which, you know, are the saints. 
and to them it was given. And I think the seal of God in their foreheads is going to be they're still human. Yeah. You know. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented. These are the men, other men that don't have the seal, that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. And in those days men shall seek death and shall not find it and shall desire to die and death shall flee from them. Hmm. And then it goes on to describe the shape of the locust. So God is going to allow mankind through AI possibly to create these immortal bodies, sinful, synthetic, part artificial, or maybe AI is going to give them the ability to incorporate fallen angel DNA somehow. Yeah. Because they can't intermarry like they did back in Genesis 6. Some Somehow, hmm. AI is going to make possible the genetic component to this. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Because they're going to desire to die when this torment is upon them, and they can't. So perhaps AI combined with genetic altering vaccine or yeah. something that delivers this genetic change will bring about Ray Kurzweil's dream of man live, having immortality, but it's going to turn into a nightmare. Hmm. God will turn it into a nightmare. So I think there's a strong case to be made that God sending them strong delusion is allowing their knowledge to increase, allowing their connection to the spirit realm to give them the technology, which is probably where AI is coming from. Yeah. You know? yeah. And yeah, there's all this good that we can do with it, but that's the, that's the polish, the shine on the apple. Yeah. You know, you should be as gods, right? Well, it started out as good, right? Everybody was like, oh, we have this amazing <clears throat> stuff we can do with computers. And now we've realized, uh-oh, like we somebody, we opened up Pandora's box here. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that, we can't close it. It's And it's learning faster than we can yeah. figure out how it's learning is the scary thing about AI. By the time we figure out what it has learned, it's already exponentially learned of a bunch more. So we're constantly behind it yeah the uh, the jeffrey hinton guy that retired uh explains it very much more eloquently than i can do but he's saying something along the lines of of all the neural pathways that the human brain utilizes to think and produce and create mm-hmm. and solve problems there's multiple trillions of pathways okay that we use the way god designed our brains mm-hmm. ai only has one trillion pathways in which to create and and think and process and collate and whatever. But it's already multiple times faster Mm -hmm. at doing those processes than we are. So what happens if they have multiple trillions of pathways? Then they're exponentially faster by far than we could ever hope to be. So you're almost going to have to incorporate the computer of AI into your own brain in order to be able to be competitive and not become a useful eater. Yeah. You know? Um, so to me, that would require some genetic component for the interface to work. Yeah. And while it could simply be taking Nephilim DNA and, and AI just has something to do on the periphery, it could also be us plugging in to get those quadrillions of Mm -hmm. whatever, to process things. Hmm. But either way, we know the mark has to have some sort of genetic component, whether AI is involved in producing the deception or not. Okay. Because watch what happens in in Revelation 16, verse 1. 
And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a noisome and grievous sore, so this is a disease of some kind, upon the men which had the mark of the beast, and upon them which worshipped his image. So it's selective. Well, how does it know to choose the men that have the mark of the beast? Is a sore, is a disease that caused sores just going to look around for people that have a tattoo on their head? Yeah. No, I say they're genetically changed. Yeah. So this disease is designed to infect the ones that have been genetically altered. Wow. Another reason why they're going to wish they could die. Yeah. But they can't. So it appears to affect only those that take the mark. So that means the mark has a genetic component. It would make sense that the serpent wants to genetically alter mankind. Not only will it cause them all to be damned, but he is building an army, like L.A. Marzulli says. You know, yeah. the devil knows he's outnumbered two to one. Yeah. So he's trying to create people like himself to fight against the Lord. And uh, and I know L.A. gives credit to somebody else who said that, but I heard it from him. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's all part of his plan. Why wouldn't he use A.I. to help implement yeah. his agenda? And then uh, to, to come to a close on all this, go to Revelation 6. So now I'm keeping you in one book so you don't have to feel Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> You're like, go to Genesis. All right, go to 1 Timothy. I'm like, come on, man. Back and forth. So chapter 6, verse 12. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal. Now remember, we discussed five seals have already been opened. Here mm-hmm. comes the opening of the sixth seal. And lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, hmm. and the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs. There's something about the fig tree in Christ's prophecy of when the summer is nigh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the heaven departed um, as a scroll when it is rolled together. And every mountain and island were moved out of their place. This event seems to be when the earth is going to reel to and fro yeah. and turn upside yeah. down, uh, Isaiah 24. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man. I mean, that covers the gamut. Yep. Hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come and who shall be able to stand? Now, here's my thinking. Okay. This appears before they take the mark, before the beast is introduced. Okay. Chapter 6 before chapter 13. Yeah. I know the whole book's not in chronological order of every event, but let's assume for the sake of argument that this is the, in my opinion, the end of the beginning of sorrows and the beginning of the Great Tribulation. Okay. This is the, the welcoming salvo. Yeah. The opening salvo. So men know it's God that's coming. It says so. Yeah. Hide us from him. For the great day of his wrath, who is able to stand? It's like no more atheists, no more agnostics. Yeah. All men, the mighty, the rich, the, the chief, the, the bondman, every free man, they all are crying out, hide us. They're now accountable. They know judgment is coming. Mm-hmm. So the perfect opportunity for Satan to come in with his mark and say, I can defend you. I'll deliver you from him. He's the bad guy. They're coming, they're coming to invade us, right? Yeah. Wipe us out. That's the alien invaders. We're yeah. your saviors. We're the Nordics. We're whoever. We're coming, and um, we're going to be the, you know, enter, enter your deliverer. Yeah. Right? Just take this mark. And, you know, you've already created it. You've already gotten to the point where it's ready. Now we're in a, in a global position to administer it to everybody. 
You know, AI mm-hmm. will help bring about that whole thing. Yeah, because you could say, well, why didn't you give us to us earlier? We were waiting for you to develop it yourself. Yeah. You know, you now have the means. It just needs one genetic component, some of our DNA. Let mm-hmm. us add it to the mix. You now have the artificial intelligence to calculate and, and put it all together in, in this injection. Yeah. And I'm guessing. I don't know how yeah. they're going to yeah. administer it, right? Now, look in chapter 13. Skip forward to the mark of the beast. Chapter 13, verse 4. And they worship the dragon, which gave power to the beast. So they're literally, the world is worshiping Satan. Yeah. And they worship the beast, the, ha- the hybrid human, saying, who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? They've got this advanced technology, see? Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe AI will allow them to control everything. Which is not to say that fallen angels don't have advanced technology now. They clearly do. Yeah. In the UFOs and all, but... You know, again, building an army, maybe AI will help us build a bunch of these flying saucers yeah. to join them and, and hybridize humans to uh, power, uh, you know, pilot them. And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And continue, uh, power was given unto him to continue 40 and two months, three and a half years. Yeah. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints, the ones that remain on the earth, and to overcome them. And power was given unto him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. I mean, how does he have this power? It's going to be through technology. Yeah. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. So I believe the world will fall for the deception that the beast is militarily capable of defeating God and preventing his wrath from coming. Mm Mm-hmm. Is AI going to be used to deceive the world by some kind of technological display of might or power? Hmm. You know, maybe like that blue beam, that project blue yeah, beam thing, yeah. or may, who knows? Um, or will fallen angels masquerading as aliens appear to buttress the capabilities and claim they too uh, advance to godlike status due to AI? Yeah, they, they may just say, "Hey, we through technology became gods." You're on the verge. We just need to fix this little bit of code. What are they going to say? Hey, we're all actually the same alien race. It's just he's an evil one coming to destroy the earth, and we're going to help defend you all. Right. Christ is the evil one. Lucifer is the true light bringer. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what Luciferians have been saying all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Two more passages. Uh, Go to Revelation 19. We'll stay in the book one more time, and then we're going to go back to the Old Testament for the last last thing. John, I'm going to warn you now. (laughs) So chapter 19, verse 19, is Christ returning. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. By the way, this battle is going to be in Jerusalem. Okay. And the blood will flow into the valley of Megiddo. But, okay. Yeah. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. And the remnant of the armies okay. were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which is Jesus, wow. which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. So whichever it is, whatever the strong delusion may be, it will be fulfilled because the armies of the kings of the earth will join the Antichrist in battle against the very God of heaven, hmm. the Lord Jesus Christ himself and his armies. Yeah. So there's no way man could even consider to attempt that without 
extremely advanced technology yeah. to make them think they could be victorious. Now, the beauty is Christ is going to, just by the brightness of his coming, destroy them. Yeah. But humanity 2.0, with all its technology, is going to think they can defeat God. Yeah. But they are going to be instantly defeated. Wow. Yeah. So I think AI is probably going to play in somehow. That seems to be where we're headed. And there's deception now because we see, um, if we just talk about the social media, the social dilemma. Yeah. And the, the negative uh, psychological impacts it's having on, especially young people. Mm -hmm. Higher suicide rates, you know, young girls, all this stuff, mm -hmm. thinking they need to look like they look like TikTok and whatever. Yeah. TikTok's satanic. I mean, it's just pure satanic. And all those things are. And and while you, they deceive you with the good it can do, oh, look at all the beautiful people. Mm -hmm. We're not like that. Yeah. You know, we're... We're all balding and pudgy and, you know, well, speak, speaking for myself. <laughs> Ultimately, um, if AI is already behind that, AI is already behind the algorithms that are forcing people to scroll. We, we, we talk about, you know, kids today are just buried in their phones. Oh, yeah. You know, when my wife and I went out to eat the other night and we're watching a couple with their dog sitting at a table outside eating each of ignoring each other, each of them on their own phone. We, uh, my wife and I met a couple for lunch yesterday. Yeah. And we come in and there's a bridal because I live in Austin. So this is the bachelorette, uh, capital of the world now or something like that. <laughs> okay. But anyways, there's a whole bridal party of all these girls in their twenties sitting there at a table. There's like eight of them. None of them are talking to each other. They're all looking at their phone. Wow. And my wife brought it up to me. She's like, look at them all. They're just looking at their phone. Incredible. It's like they probably flew from all parts of the country to be together. And what do they do? They all get on their phone. It's nuts. And and while all of that was designed to benefit the advertisers who are paying for your attention. Yeah. And they're successful. You know, the unintended consequences of that is we're disconnected. We're polarized. Yeah. We're fighting each other. We're, we nobody listen to each other anymore. So mm -hmm. chaos, and out of the chaos comes the order, yeah. the antichrist. I'll bring peace. I'll bring safety. I've got the military power. I've got the advanced technology. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're you're almost there. You, just, I'm the missing component to your artificial intelligence that'll make your world perfect. Mm -hmm. You'll finally have the utopia. You'll be as gods. No, it's the same old lie. It's the same old lie. So in closing, we'll go to Daniel chapter seven. I truly do believe that we live in the last days. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. I wouldn't be doing this if I thought the Lord was going to tarry yeah. 100 years. And, and if I'm wrong about that and he does tarry 100 years, it just means I'm wrong. It doesn't mean the word of God's wrong. It just means I didn't understand yeah. it. Well, it wouldn't be the first time, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. So in Daniel 7, we see the final kingdom of the Antichrist in prophecy. Thus he saith, verse 23, Thus he said, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. When we look at all the other empires, Babylon, mm -hmm. that preceded this one, Media Persia, Greece, and ancient Rome. And while ancient Rome was the fourth kingdom, their empires, I guess Rome had the largest one to the extent that it surrounded yeah. the Mediterranean Sea. Mm -hmm. But you know they didn't even know about America yet. Yeah. Well, at least as far as history goes, that yeah. we know. They yeah. probably did, but, uh, you know, Europe was barely in its fledgling state. Mm -hmm. They knew nothing about China, Russia, you know, Australia, Africa was, 
well, of course, they knew a lot about Africa, but only the northern part. Mm-hmm. You know, but you get down into the Congo area and further south, because Africa is a huge continent. Oh, it's massive. They yeah. knew also nothing about yeah. that, almost nothing. So today, this kingdom says, shall devour the whole earth. So mm. that couldn't be the previous empires yeah. in their limited scope, as wide as they were. What can devour the whole earth and tread it down and break it in pieces? Well, the current U.S. empire is doing that. You know, yeah. And we are an empire, let's yeah. face it. Oh, yeah. The United States is an empire. And we are the Roman Empire, the mystery Roman Empire. And even if the U.S. destroys itself, which it seems to be doing, yeah. and it goes down and is replaced by the next player, mm-hmm. it's still the, the new Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. You know, all the symbolism is there. How will they gain this control? If China becomes the new empire, well, technology. Absolutely. Control you, of the You, you need economy. a uniform communication yeah. method yeah. for one empire to rule. Right. And then verse 24, the ten horns out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise. Probably kings of technology. Yeah. Probably oligarchs. You know, and another shall arise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first and shall subdue three kings. I'm keeping my eye on this Hmm. Yuval Harari guy. I'm not saying he's the Antichrist. He could be. Yeah. He might be the false prophet, embodied, or whatever he is, he's certainly a vile person. Yeah. And the vilest of men are exalted right now, which is why the wicked walk on every side. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm just saying that that's one to watch. And whoever this king that subdues three is, he will be the beast. And I don't know his name. But he shall speak great words, verse 25, against the Most High. Which it's kind of like that's what's happening now when he says men can be gods. Yeah. You know. And shall wear out the saints of the Most High, which is going to be persecution. Mm-hmm. And think to change times and laws. Well, the law of immortality that God wrote into our Mm-hmm. sinful condition. Yeah, he's saying that we can get around that we can by get around uploading that. your consciousness. Yeah. Or other laws like men can be women and give yeah. birth. Oh, yeah. That's absurd. Yeah. They're seeking to change laws. And times, as in man can live forever. Mm-hmm. And they shall be given into his hand, the Antichrist, until a time and times and the dividing of time, which is three and a half years. But here's the good news, folks. Verse 26, but the judgment shall sit and they shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it unto the end. I mean, we already saw in Revelation where the beast and the false prophet are thrown alive into the lake of fire. Yeah. You know. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, which is Jesus Christ. Yeah whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Hitherto is the end of the matter. That you now saw the end of the story. I believe, like I said, we live in the last days. The current global empire is going to emerge as the fourth kingdom. Okay. Or revised Roman Empire of the beast. You know, it's going to be turned over to the beast. Ten satanic global leaders are poised to take control of the entire world and their armies and give their power to the beast. It would appear that AI and genetic manipulation are somehow going to play a part in this deception, but the satanic kingdom will be destroyed by the Lord from heaven. So we need to get ready now. Yeah. Folks, if we're not in the last days and we're just wrong about the timing of things, it doesn't mean that you need Jesus Christ more than you need your next breath. Absolutely. 
It doesn't mean that you don't need him, I should say. So you need to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved because this thing could start tomorrow. It could start in 100 years. But more importantly, you're not guaranteed another heartbeat yeah. or another breath. So make your salvation sure by trusting Christ as your Lord and Savior. And then, no matter what falls out, you'll have a hope. Yeah, then you're on the right team. Amen. John, thank you as always. Yeah. That was a good one. Well, praise the Lord. I hope this sheds some light. Again, we are completely speculating about how AI is going to be used, but it sure does look like it's going to be incorporated. It's definitely all over the news cycle. Yeah. And in front of us all over the place right now. And and the fact that men that were involved in creating it are warning about it yeah. should speak volumes. That's very telling right there. Hmm. Well, thank you for listening, folks. Until next time, we're going to sign off with Watch and Look Up for your redemption draws in the way. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing to our premium ad-free content at BibleMysteriesPodcast.com. 